0: Namaste everyone. My name is Mahesh Prabhu and today I'm going to read a story from my latest book Rishi Tales 2. It is entitled The King Who Became a Rishi. Raja Bhartrahari of Ujjain was believed to be a person with a sage mind. He had lost in early youth his wife owing to unusual and tragic circumstances. One day, while out on a hunt, Bhartra happened to pass by a funeral pyre upon which a Brahmin's widow had burnt herself lying alongside her dead husband. On his return to the palace, he narrated the traumatic incident to his loving wife, Sita popularly known as Rani Sita. She observed that virtuous women die with their husbands, killed by the fire of grief alone and not by the flames of fire. Doubting the genuineness of her belief, after an affectionate farewell, Bhartra rode into a distant village and sent back his royal robe, torn and strained to his loving wife, implying some harm had befallen him. Unfortunately, Rani did not take the news well. Even before the messenger could convey that it was all a joke, the young queen was overcome by grief and perished on the spot. Widower Bhartrahari remained inconsolable for a long time. After the tragic incident, Bhartra led a dull life and remained celibate for a long time. He channelized his energy towards the welfare of his people and state. His reign that point onwards marked an era of significant economic as well as social progress. Lives of his subjects were beyond comfortable while his enemies trembled in fear. His days on a personal level but rather dull. He had forbidden all pleasures for himself and was working in the palace harder than the pauper in his hut. He dedicated his free time to learning Vedic philosophies of the rishis. His ministers began worrying that he would become a renunciate. Life, however, had something unexpected in the offing for Bharata To the relief of his ministers and relatives, he fell head over heels for a delightful maiden who also happened to be the princess of his neighboring kingdom. Her name was Pingala. Soon they were married. The hermit Raja was a family man again. So enthralled was Bhartra by his Pingala Rani that he kept no secrets from her. He was willing to commit even a heinous offence at her command. The mighty king who would not even drink a glass of water without her permission. The revered hermit philosopher to win her smile would don the attire of a girl and dance as a maiden. Alas, as wise rishis have declared, love breeds but not love. The same was true with Bhatrahari. The warmth of his affection, instead of amusing his wife, annoyed her. His steadfast loyalty, worried her. His absolute commitment gave her headaches, and his touch made her shiver. Of course, smitten by her charm, Bhartṛhari perceived nothing wrong. He was lost in wonder and admiration at the queen's beauty and demeanour. That was not all. Pingala had begun lavishing all the passions of her idle soul upon the king's bodyguard, now assigned for her security. Needless to say, the king was unaware of the affair. By these means, the three were as happy as could be. But their bliss, having been built on rotten foundation, was short-lived. Bhartrahari's Younger brother, Prince Vikramaditya, who was also among the king's trusted advisors, soon found out about the unhealthy relationship between the king, king's queen and her bodyguard. Vikramaditya was a learned and worldly wife. He was aware of the severe consequences should the king learn about the misconduct of his endearing queen. Bhartrahari had already suffered significantly from the und- untimely demise of his first wife. It was unlikely he would ever be able to recuperate from the second blow. Hence, Vikramaditya took upon himself to reassign the bodyguard elsewhere and place a trusted replacement to secure the queen. Pingala did not take it lying down. She stormed into the royal assembly and alleged that Vikramaditya had done so with the sly intentions on the queen. She demanded that Vikramaditya be expelled not just from the court but also the kingdom. Nobody in the king's cabinet believed the queen's allegation but the king was completely under her spell. He accepted her demand and ensured that Vikramaditya was barred not just from the court and city but also the kingdom. Vikramaditya did not challenge the royal decree and left the court and kingdom quietly. After a couple of days had passed, an old Brahman appeared in the court of Bhartrahari with an apple as an offering. O oh, revered king, kindly accept this humble gift, he said. Be advised, he added. This is no ordinary apple. It has been blessed by goddess Kali herself and anyone who consumes this will enjoy long and romantic life. King Bhartra was skeptical of the claim and asked the Brahman as to why he did not consume it himself. To this the old Brahman replied, O King, I am a Brahman. I have outlived my youthfulness and a lost interest in romantic fantasies however i do have a family suffering abject poverty so i am liberated from this body before i am liberated from this body i desire to leave behind a sizable wealth for my dependents as wise receives rishis, rishis have justly declared to die is a passing pain but to be poor is an eternal anguish besides I'm also in agreement with the Rishi's declaration it is better to die loud in youth and not hated in old age if you would be generous to offer me a sizable material reward for my family to live comfortably that would be more desirous to me than the youth and romantic escapades the fruit can offer touched by the old man's words Bhartra gave him a sizable gift and approached his queen, Pingala, with the fruit. Eat this, blessed fruit, my love, for this fruit will make you everlastingly young and beautiful. Pingala charmingly responded in a whisper. Eat it yourself, my love, for what is life and what is youth without the presence of those we love? But Bhartrahari, whose heart melted by these unusual words, put her away tenderly and having explained that fruit would serve for only one person, departed. Soon the queen summoned her secret lover and passed on the apple to him. That was, however, not to be the end of it. Her lover was having an affair with the maid of honor to the queen. He slipped away the apple to her. The maid was an ambitious and determined girl. She decided to gift it to the king himself in exchange for some reward or position or both. Unpleasantly surprised, Bhartrahari took the apple in his hands and looked at it with tears in his eyes. He realized that it was the same fruit. His heart ached and he felt betrayed. Yet he was unwilling to accept that his dear queen had been unfaithful to him. He took it upon himself to find the whole truth. He was least happy when he realized his queen was having an affair with a bodyguard. He was filled with remorse and when he found out that his dear brother Vikramaditya was aware of the whole morbid affair and that his decision to change The queen's bodyguard was to diffuse the situation with minimal damage. That was not all. Bharatr also understood the severe consequences that had incurred due to his absence from the court and from adhering to the advice of his beloved queen. His sense of betrayal almost doubled when he realized how he had failed his own subjects. He realized he had failed failed his position however he did not take any decisions of haste first he meted out justice to all the culprits put his house in order and located his brother in whom he found a worthy successor after having placed vikramaditya on the throne bharatrarhari relinquished his material positions and desires before retiring to the woods Legend has it that Vikramaditya always held Bhartrhari in high esteem and sought his counsels in matters where his own or his advisor's intellect failed but Bhartrhari never stepped back into the palace even though he began to be revered as a rajguru two works of Bhartrhari are regarded as classics in Vedic literature namely The Niti Shataka or 100 verses on morality and Vairagya Shataka, 100 verse on renunciation. Shringari Shataka, which some believe to be written by him during his days with Pingala, is another work. It is compared to Kama Sutra of Vatsayana.